Welcome to the Power of Prayer podcast. This program is a ministry of All Saints Church in Lakeland, Florida. Each conversation is unique because of the topics and participants who join the Reverend Kathy Hewlin in the discussion. It's our hope that by listening to these testimonies and discussions, your openness to hearing from God in prayer will grow and change the way you love Him, yourself, and others. On this edition of Power of Prayer, I am joined by uh, Phil Mays and Marty Piotrowski. And the topic of our conversation today is becoming aware of the Holy Spirit and how we're attuned with what the Holy Spirit is doing in our lives. Particularly, we want to focus as part of a healing ministry in our prayer life, but we might see how this conversation unfolds and, and what comes out. But I think at the heart of it is just the awareness of the Holy Spirit with us. Mm. And as we're having this conversation, we are between the Sunday, the seventh Sunday of Easter and leading to the day of Pentecost the, in the liturgical tradition when we observe that. And of course, our listeners might have all sorts of backgrounds, but why don't I just say from the get-go, what is the day of Pentecost? And you all can help fill in the story, but I have uh, Acts chapter two that we can acknowledge and uh, think about what's recorded there. So the Holy Spirit comes at Pentecost is the title in this particular Bible in its translation. It says, when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. So they were in Jerusalem. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard the sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard them speaking in his own language. Utterly amazed, they asked, are not all these men who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in his own native language? And it continues on to mention all these different parts around the, the world from there. And then it says, amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, what does this mean? So what does this mean? What do we say? <laughs> Can we start there in our conversation? <laughs> well, I think it means that something very powerful just happened. Mm -hmm. um, and I wish that sometimes that um, the Holy Spirit would come as a rushing wind to me. Sometimes mm -hmm. I find it difficult to separate my desires and my decisions from what the Holy Spirit would want me to do. Yes. Um, and that would be a great clue if, if a big wind would come up and blow and our horns would blow or something and let me know. <laughs> That's the Holy Spirit. Um, but the, I, th I think the Holy Spirit is probably the toughest part of the Trinity um, for, for most of us first to understand and grasp. Um, and then to tap into the power that is there. Um, and I've been a Christian all my life. And the last, um, the years, the la probably the last 10 years of my life, it has become um, the norm with me that I know um, the Holy Spirit is with me. I know he works. I'm still surprised at times by things that happen. But it's as real as Jesus was, as God is in heaven. Um, it's a real part of the Trinity. 
Um, and thinking about it before we got here, I, I thought to me the most simple yet profound explanation of the Holy Spirit was in the book, The Shack. Mm. I don't know if you all read that, but yes, I did. or saw the movie in both ways. Um, and I was um, fortunate enough to hear the author speak at some point. And he said that I wrote this originally as a letter to my children to try to explain the Trinity to them. And um, it's done in a very different way. And I think a lot of people got hung up on on some things that had nothing to do with what he was really saying. But it to me, it was a very clear and plain explanation of the Holy Spirit and what their, what their part is in the Trinity and how they can affect our lives. Uh, he can affect our lives in, in just profound and powerful ways. Mm-hmm. So you've said a lot already, Marty. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Let, let's go back and unpack from the very beginning of, uh, so I did this scripture from the opening of mm-hmm. Acts 2, and you are acknowledging that in your life, in your faith journey, that it has been a learning process for you to learn about mm-hmm. the presence of the Holy Spirit. Yes. So let's let's unpack that just a little bit more for mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. as in our conversation. Um, what Do you know the, a pivotal moment or just where there was a, a greater awareness for you? Is there a defining moment? Um, actually, yes. It was it was a time of utter chaos in my life, and um, uh, which led to some depression. And it was just a, a very very low point in my life, um, and a point where sometimes <clears throat> it was difficult for me to pray. It was difficult for me to understand what was happening and why, and. Um, and through prayer, I received a great healing, a great message of peace and of hope. And, um, and was that just your own personal prayer, or was somebody else praying for and both? With you? Both. Right. Um, and it, and I knew when it happened where it came from, that it was the the Holy Spirit, and so that became real then to me. And and how did you know? Was it it was just firm in your spirit or was there something that somebody else said or did you experience some sensation it was uh, it was an overall sense of peace i knew that it was not of this world i knew that it wasn't of my uh, making that i didn't do anything to make it happen or to even deserve it mm-hmm. but i knew that a power greater than myself or than anyone around me through prayer um, had begun a healing mm-hmm. in me. Mm-hmm. And I named it the Holy Spirit because I felt a sense in my soul that that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, God gave me that um, realization, that that name to call. And probably, you know, the Holy Spirit, I think, is with us all, all the time. But it's just learning that... Um, recognition, that mm-hmm. acknowledgement. So back to our theme about becoming aware of, mm-hmm. the, of the presence mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, so Phil, would you have any defining moment for you? I know you have a Catholic background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And say a little bit about some of your experience of awareness of the Holy Spirit. I would look at mine more as a, um, a series of events. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
that I can't, there wasn't one flashpoint until um, probably 10 or 12 years ago. But uh, mine came in in installments. (laughs) (laughs) And um, uh, the first one was an invitation that I got to attend a cursillo, which is a Spanish renewal. Uh, but at the time, and that uh, was through a Catholic church setting, or was it Episcopal? No, it was not. It was in the largest. It was at the, it was in a, a, a house in the uh, woods on the grounds of Fort Hood, Texas. Okay. Because my best friend and still is all these retired now as a priest, uh, Father Paul Reed, invited me to go because he was his military chaplain with one other gentleman. And uh, <clears throat> to come out and spend five days on the military house with them and attend this cursillo. And I attended it with mostly men that were coming back or been back from Vietnam and served time in war. Okay. I mean, and, and uh, that was a startling thing for me. But um, the, the events of that four days... Um, was the first time I was ever really introduced to reading the Bible. Okay. And having, uh, and and I saw, and, and it was because of the way the military was back then, um, everybody was together. In other words, there's no atheist in a foxhole, and everybody prayed, and it was, uh, they were closer. And um, these guys had seen a lot of things that you don't want to see, but they were faithful. Um, and it was the first time I, I remember when we were through with our sessions and then after dinner, I'd be going through the quarters there and going back to the bedroom I shared with another guy and they're all got their highlighters out and reading the Bible. And we were, you know, and, and Paul gave me, um, I still have it. It's the one that's in the uh, easy to read stuff. And, uh, the Living Bible or something like that. And um, that's when I first started reading. That was the first one. Uh, the, uh, things proceeded from there. But um, <clears throat> And would you say that the Curcio weekend, uh, it's not just Bible study? Like, what is no. the flow of the, the time? Well, that, that was another thing, too, is that, that it, was a, it was a time of that you don't often get where you are in a spiritual atmosphere, mm-hmm. okay? And, and in fact, it... There was, yes, we had downtime where we would meet and talk and everything, but the majority of the time was spent in prayer and meditation, uh, uh, lessons, and our own reading. And so. And was it quiet prayer? Like everybody was in the same room together, but just individually praying quietly? Exactly. And and we would have lessons and then we would, um, and I forget the whole shall we say the whole agenda or the curriculum but it was a progressive type thing and it opened our eyes to a lot of stuff at least mine it did them too and everybody got a, had a great time i stayed in touch with a couple of guys for a number of years but <clears throat> um you see i i look at this understand the, but the previous to that in the gospel Jesus promised 
Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So I, it, I have John 14 pulled yeah. up. Why don't I read mm-hmm. from that? Because <laughs> we had that as a scripture lesson not too long ago for us here in our lectionary cycle. Uh, so this is John 14. I'll begin at uh, verse 15. If you love me, you will obey what I command. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor or helper to be with you or advocate forever, the spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. So knowing that Jesus went away, physical presence, but he was sending the spirit would come. Well, I also think Jesus knew how weak we are as mankind and human. Because there's a couple other things that uh, you look at, <clears throat> the transfiguration for one, where the apostles that were with him and were close to him didn't catch a spiritual significance. They were talking about, will you stay? In other words, they were thirsting for a leader. They didn't know they had it within themselves. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my take on it. That's just one example, but <clears throat> the whole thing to me, evolves around the Holy Spirit, like you said, Marty, is he's with us always, okay? But there are going to be certain times where, in my experience, it's been more uh, intense. And it usually comes at a time when you need it the most. But the the whole key to knowing the Holy Spirit, one, he was sent by Jesus, but... We don't look at it the same way. As humans, we expect it instantaneous, and I don't think they were any different than we are today. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, they didn't have Amazon or anything, but <laughs> but they, they, you know, let's do it now. And mm-hmm. we, they, they looked at it in their in human uh, instinct, but the Holy Spirit comes just like God said that. Your ways are not my ways, and, and my timing, well, in so many words, mm-hmm. is not your timing. Mm-hmm. And so it goes through prophecy that he's leaving these gifts on a different plane spiritually. We have to take the time. And this is where I believe reading the Bible and our prayer time is so important. It is part of this is the fact that those are the rewards you get as you continue your journey your relationship with with God and Jesus. And that's to me, is the most important thing. Um, but getting back to uh, blathering on here. But the, Well, let me uh, just yeah. say what you just shared is just uh, putting yourself in a posture to be able to receive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when we are committed and have a, a, a practice of reading scripture, that as you were saying, Marty, that the Holy Spirit's there, but are we in a posture that we can receive and see and know and if if we're not putting ourselves in that framework how how are we going to see and know right that Mm -hmm. it's through the process of reading scripture that you know i can go back to a set of words that i've read time and time again year after year but there's something that god then reveals to you on a particular day when you were reading that that you never saw before exactly and it it speaks volumes into your life in a way that like this light bulb just suddenly mm-hmm. went on and like, Oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's another way that the Holy spirit works that mm-hmm. just helped to bring that new knowledge that you didn't have or see before. And it changes your perspective. Right. That's, that's still correct. small voice. Yes. The quiet voice. And, um, 
But but and getting back, I'm, mine's been a progression. I think the the toughest time was uh, was when my wife got terminally ill, and I I there was a from the time of that started, I don't even know how I got through it, and I'm not. What's worse is is at the time. Um, um, I had the th- I had my three children, and and it was probably worse on them, but I didn't really recognize it. But because I was on in my own little hell, and um, but um, you know things things progress. I think the main thing you want to think about is being consistent and staying with it, because those are the rewards, mm-hmm. and. Um, the beauty of it is, it's all true. The Bible's, in fact, I went back just playing around, look up spirit in the context, in the back of all the words. There's quite a few references in the Old Testament. There are. And, and you know, when the prophets, especially Isaiah and obviously the Psalms, but They've all been talking about this. Mm-hmm. So we know it's real. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the beauty of it is that he's laid out a plan for us mm-hmm. to just love him, but he gave us the Bible. He gave us the Holy Spirit, Jesus, and it's right there. But, you know, we are still faced with the world flesh and the devil. Mm-hmm. And so um, we're, we have our challenges. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think, too, as you were talking, it came to me that um, the Holy Spirit also reminds us that there is a supernatural part of faith that is to keep that, you know, we tend to forget as we, as we love Jesus more, as we become more familiar with his word and we pray, sometimes we think God's like my he's my father but he's like an earthly father but he's not he's Mm -hmm. he's supernatural he is spirit he is spirit he is everything and i think the the holy spirit keeps that uh in the forefront that there is still a part of god and faith that we don't understand Mm -hmm. and never will understand Mm -hmm. and but the holy spirit has it and um I think it's like you said when you read a certain thing or you you're in a different place in your life and the light bulb goes on and I think when we are with people in our lives or with the leaders of our church our priests our ministers our preachers who believe in the power of the Holy Spirit and share that that it becomes to some people I think it's almost like you know, it's it's not real. And, mm-hmm. and so when it becomes familiar and you have the freedom to talk about it and to recognize that it is real, that that light bulb goes off more mm-hmm. um, and more as you see that in your studies and in your prayers, Amen. that it's good. And so I had, um, if someone were to say that coming to All Saints I've heard a lot more about the Holy Spirit than I was expecting to, because <laughs> I have heard that. <laughs> but amazingly, yes. a few years back, I had somebody say that uh, we don't talk about the Holy Spirit very much. And I thought, 
well, what are you listening to? Because I feel like we talk about the Holy Spirit. But, you know, it's just an interesting dynamic for how mm-hmm. I, I think from person to person is how much you are available and able to hear and to see and to know. I agree. Uh, so uh, we had a little bit of touch on some healing aspect in in this mm-hmm. what conversation of how the Holy Spirit's part of that. And without, I know we can't go for another 15 minutes on that uh, conversation, but let's just touch for a moment to say that there is the power of the presence of the Holy Spirit in a healing prayer. And uh, let me read from John 14 again. So I'd already read a few verses, but let me read beginning at verse 12. I tell you the truth, anyone who has faith in me will do what I have been doing, and he will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Son may bring glory to the Father. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. So I think about those words, and that's right before he talks about sending the Spirit to be mm-hmm. with us, right? right. So it's, it's in that context in which we then as pr- praying for other people, are thinking about you know it's it's not us and and the heart of our prayer and the and the soul of our prayer is significant but it's really about how we can hear the holy spirit guide us in our prayer and praying for somebody else that we are aware of the presence of the holy spirit being there and doing something Mm -hmm. and i don't know if either of you wanted to speak to that i I had an experience this last saturday of praying for somebody and and putting my ask permission to put my hand on their head and uh, after i prayed for them i was praying for a prayer of protection over them and uh, they were getting ready to to travel and i just wanted to to cover them in prayer and uh, right away they said i felt the warmth of your hand on my head and and that just delighted them because that was a sign to them of the presence of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you have any stories you want to share along those lines before we close in prayer, but I just want our listeners to know that there are a variety of ways that we sense it from it being this perfect peace, as you've mentioned, or bringing you through a really challenging time, as you were mentioning, Phil, um, or just in the Curcio and, and having a place where everyone was intentional and, and wanting to to grow and, and deepen in faith. And so that quiet prayer time and the sense of the spirit there or these times when we pray for somebody and and we just there's something that physically manifests that we know that the holy spirit is there Mm -hmm. we've we've had some occasions um in my visits to the hospital um that i think more than I've, i've i've prayed with some people that appreciated the fact because they did feel better now that's not hokey or anything it's a fact of life that to me the holy spirit touched their heart Mm -hmm. and because one of the things when you're in the hospital is your your mind starts racing especially when we get older and you got so many infirmities and then things are going downhill and then you're nervous and then what and and i think just just the fact that I can't even remember how many times that someone said, thank you very much. I feel better now, you know, and, and the, and the spirit work, that's another thing about it is, um, that was pretty dramatic in acts. Okay. Everybody changes their language, the rushing wind and people are talking. Now that's, that's big time, but it also happens in small doses. Um, I just had some, 
I'll tell this story because I just had a situation where I had to clean out a place. The lease had ended. And what happened was they had a whole bunch of retail stuff in there, shelving and things. And so the I knew the guy, one of the guys, I know Steve from Lighthouse Ministries. I don't, and this is another thing. The first thing that popped into my mind when they said get rid of it, you know, was call Lighthouse Ministries. So I called my the other Steve I know there, and he works on the operations side. And so he said, well, I'll have to get back to you. I have to talk to my superior, and she'll have to go. And so I said, fine, set it up. Let me know when you want to go in. So I meet him over there this last week. And we go in, and it's Steve and a lady named, I guess I can name names, Jennifer Harris. And she was the supervisor. And then there's another guy, and they're all going through, can we use any of this and everything? I mean, there was a lot of stuff. And so... I'm staying there and out of nowhere because they're they're very faithful people too. And Jennifer says, "You don't know how long we have. I have been. She said I have been praying for this stuff mm. because they do. They have a lot of retail operations down thrift stores." <laughs> she said, "Even." Even the gondolas, the display shelves, and the set free stands are there. She said they're even lighthouse colors. Mm. And and the other thing, there's a lot of display hooks on the display wall. You know, you stick them in and all this. She said, people do call us and they give us this kind of stuff. And then the other guy chimed in and says, yeah, but they're usually rusted out and bent. And I mean, they don't want they. It's not what not you want to see. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about. But she kept saying about how wonderful God was and answered their prayers. And I was just standing there just listening and kind of in awe because she she just said, I prayed, oh, Jesus, you know, I need this. And I thought, well, there you go. I mean, to me, I was thinking again, thinking, but something flashed in my mind. Now, we can discount that or not. I disagree. It happened for a reason mm-hmm. because the other way is I can pay a guy a couple hundred bucks and it disappears. Mm-hmm. And then when she just, out of no, no, no boy, you don't know how long I've been praying for this. Mm-hmm. Well, here you go. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And, and they, I pictured I'd still have to go in and clean stuff out. Man, they cleaned it. Like I think they even swept the floors. But anyway, (laughs) that's the point in this. God is working through the Holy Spirit with us every day. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's not big. Maybe it's who knows. I mean, Mm -hmm. but you have to be awake. You have to be listening. Listening. Like you you were talking about. You have to be aware. You have to uh, be um, conscious of it. Mm -hmm. Let's put it that way. Mm You know, you also have the choice of sloughing it off, but mm-hmm. Let's I not choose not to. No, that's right. <laughs> it's never luck. It's yeah. never <laughs> those things. I think just be aware that the Holy Spirit hears every prayer, every thought, um, and is a part of that. And so as we pray and study, just count him in. Well, let me close us in a prayer. Thank you both for the conversation mm-hmm. today. Heavenly Father, uh, we just continue to marvel at who you are and how you work and the beauty of how we see you and hear you 
and uh, manifest yourself in our lives and through our lives and just giving thanks and grateful for the ways that we get to experience that and be part of it. Um, that that grows our faith and deepens our faith and our trust in you and that we continue to have um, bigger expectations of knowing the mighty things that you can do and, and ways that you can use us and the ways that your spirit will heal people, your spirit will bring people together, will create unity, will um, heal divisions, will find ways to uh, bring a mighty work and meet needs where they need to be met. And thank you for all the many and myriad ways that you are working in this moment and how you will continue to help us to be aware more and more of your presence with us. And we pray this in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen.